Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Just a quick trigger warning for this episode. Uh, as you may have guessed from the title, we do discuss eating disorders in this episode. Uh, we give tips on how to handle the holidays if you are struggling with an eating disorder, but if that feels a bit much for you at this time, uh, please feel free to skip this episode. We'll see you in the next one uh, and we will put some uh, resources in the description for Lifeline, Beyond Blue and the Butterfly Foundation. Welcome to The Best Bits with Lily and Alice. We'd like to recognise the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Bits would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Ura Nation and the Palawa people of Lucharita, who are traditional owners of a land in which this podcast is being recorded today. And we pay our respects to all the Torres Strait Islander and Aboriginal peoples. Hello, my love. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm fantastic, Lily. <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm also fantastic. I am also fantastic. How was your week, my well, love? Shocked by I that. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, it's December. It's December. Welcome. I don't know. I just think like it was just it was just a bit of a shock. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm usually like my week is shit. <laughs> So actually, my week was fantastic. Good. Happy days. I'm happy. Good. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. My week was also really good. I feel like it's so hard to recap the week unless mm. you're like every day reflecting on it because I forget literally what I did yesterday. It's Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how these podcasters fine. do it. I mean, I think they might just like have to write things down. Yeah. I feel like it's a Maybe that's what we need to be doing. Maybe, mm. maybe that's what we'll, ah, oh, well, next year. Next year. Um, what is your quote this week? My quote this week is a bit of a longer one. Um, and it's one that I screenshotted ages ago. So it's a post, um, from a long time ago of, uh, do you follow the nude nutritionist? Lindy Cohen. Yes. Yes. Her. 
Um, she posted this <laughs> ages ago and I just think it's awesome. Um, and so it says, be thin, but not too thin. Have curves, but only in the right places. Lose weight, but love your body. Wear makeup, but look natural. Try to look like you're not trying too hard. Care about your career, but don't be bossy or people will think you're a bitch. Accept yourself the way you are, but don't be too confident or people won't like you. But have confidence. Grow but grow old gracefully, but not with visible wrinkles or grey hair or spots. Wear nice clothes, do your hair and shave everything, but don't be too high maintenance. Show off your assets, but don't look slutty. Fit in, but also be different from everyone else and still find time to be interesting and a good daughter, sister, mother. And I just love that. I just think it. That is so (laughs) true. Wow. What's your quote? I love it. Thanks for sharing. All right, Lily, my quote, I actually, um, I really apologize to the community. <laughs> I really apologize to the three people who are listening. Alice, <laughs> that, um, Alice made a promise and I told her maybe, I maybe promise. don't make that promise. <laughs> and I said, no, Lily, I keep my promises, but you see, I don't. And I forgot to write a poem this week. So I'm sorry, guys. I'll make up for you next week with two poems. Yeah. Oh God. Don't promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This quote is by unknown. Um, thank you, unknown. <laughs> this guy seems like a legend. Um, okay. <laughs> be so completely yourself that everyone else feels safe to be themselves too. I Full love stop. it. I love it. Yep. Short and sweet. Yep. It's amazing. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, if you're yourself, it's so much easier to be yourself with other people. Yep. And it just, around yeah. Around people who are yourself. It makes everyone else feel safe to do that too. Um, yeah. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Love. So, what are we talking about today? Uh, today we are talking about, uh, I guess, the holidays, Christmas. Uh, mm. That's fast approaching. This will be coming out on the 15th of December, so Christmas yeah. right around the corner. Uh, and eating disorders. Um, it's a, yes. it's a, a really tricky time for people that are struggling with eating disorders and also for families of people people that are struggling with eating disorders um Mm -hmm. and I guess particularly you know um because there's lots of people around there's lots of you know potential eyes on you um and yeah it's it's there is a big focus on on food around around Christmas Mm -hmm. that can be yeah quite quite stressful um for people with eating disorders Mm. yeah yeah I'd say like I mean with with my clients in particular, most of them do struggle over this period of time mm-hmm. because, like you said, Lily, you know, there's there's more focus on food because yeah. I guess naturally it's kind of a tradition to eat different foods at Christmas and enjoy food and family. And then also there's a lot of things like, you know, a regularity with our schedule. You know, you're not you're on holidays so you're not waking up at the same time or maybe – going and doing movement at the same time and maybe you're seeing more people and so there's a little bit more yep. spontaneous yep. kind of eating or scheduling. So there's lots of reasons why it might be difficult for somebody who is struggling with an eating disorder. And, yeah, we just wanted to sort of share the tips that we share with our clients yep. and I guess as a general kind of um, uh, sort of recommendations for both people who are struggling and yeah. their families as well and, and carers. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we got some questions from uh, Instagram 
And so we're going to answer them. Um, But I guess we want to speak about just, I guess also just want to just validate that that's like a, it's a very valid fear or a valid um, way that you're feeling Um, because it Mm -hmm. is, it can be a really tricky time. And and talking from experience, I know for me, particularly it was when, you know, all eyes were on me and well, at least it felt like that. It, It might not have even been necessarily true. Um, but it, yeah, it definitely feels like all eyes are on you and people are watching to see if you're eating what you're eating and yeah, it can be, it can be a really, really tricky time. So definitely valid if you are feeling that way. Um, but there's some things that you can do that we've kind of discussed that we think might be able to help you. So one of them, I guess, is plan ahead of time. So when it comes to spontaneous eating, it's one of the, the most difficult things to do mm. when you're struggling with your relationship with food because oftentimes it's also surrounded by other people, like spontaneous eating when you're going out for dinner with, with friends or family. And then as well, you're unsure about what's being served. You're not unsure about maybe portion sizes. So there's lots of different reasons as to why that might be most difficult for people. Yeah. But when it comes to Christmas time, you know, you don't necessarily have control over to think. When it comes to um, planning ahead of time, this can really kind of take the distress out of that spontaneousness mm. of Christmas. Yeah. And some people, for example, might plan what they're eating or they might just plan things like what time they're going to wake yeah. up that day, what they're going to have for breakfast or what they're going to do for their movement mm. and sort of either discuss the plan with a loved one so they're able to stick, yeah. you know, stick to it more or yeah. maybe just share it you know, with a friend or just themselves. Um, But that can really, really help resolve that stress Mm. or that distress that comes with spontaneous eating and spontaneity during that Christmas period. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing with, with eating disorders is, is trying to get a sense of control. So this kind of gets your control back a little bit over that period of time where, you know, you can't control everything, but there's a few things that you can, um, and yeah, just trying to um, yeah create a little routine for yourself. I think will be- uh, take a lot of the the burden and the stress away. Um, and I think what you said about having someone to to turn to or to um, almost like hold yourself uh, accountable, um, I think that's really important. But that's got to be someone that you trust uh, and someone that is um, you know not going to judge you or it just like literally wants to be there for you. Um, so if you have someone like that, that's, you know, fantastic. Um, and I would also say to that, you know, um, discussing with this person, you know, prior, um, and saying, Hey, like this is going to be a bit of a tough time for me. Um, can I please turn to you or can we, um, can, I, you know, even just like talk to you if I need to, or can I vent or can I, you know, whatever with you. And that's going to be like your, your support person. So I think that's really important. Um, and if you don't have someone that, you know, you trust like that, maybe you have a friend you can call or, um, maybe you have to be your own support person in that time. Um, but yeah, that can, that can really help. And then, what I would say um, on top of that uh, is to have um, something else to focus on. So when the focus is so much on um, on food, of course it's going to be consuming. You know, it's 
when that's, you know, the, the main focus. Uh, so just trying to bring in something else that you could focus on. Um, and for, for us, a really great one is gratitude. Uh, for many, many reasons, but you know, for the, the reason that when you are in a state of gratitude, you can't be in any other state, you can't be stressing, you can't be anxious. Um, and gratitude, like when you are actually practicing gratitude, it releases, um, serotonin, it releases all of those good, uh, feeling hormones. So it's a really great one that we always, you know, I guess recommend. Um, but that can be for whatever. So, uh, for me, a big one with with my recovery from an eating disorder was when I did have a meal, uh, just saying in my mind, you know, I'm really grateful that this food is going to fuel my body, um, that this food is going to, you know, um, I'm just grateful for this food in general, um, that it's going to give me energy and, and, and whatnot. So maybe just changing the focus to gratitude of that or if you do have, you know, a great family, um, you know, I'm grateful that I can spend this time with my family. Um, I, yeah, I tend to think that that, that really helps. Yeah, that's nice. I love that. And, you know, it can be really hard to practice gratitudes um, in these moments that are sometimes quite overwhelming. Yeah. But um, it is important because when we – when we focus so much that Christmas is just about the food and mm. it's going to be so intense and it's going to be so stressful, we kind of lose, we, we lose focus. And mm. there are so many things within the Christmas period that can be enjoyable. Yeah. Like if you're in Australia, like the summer yeah. like weather and the, the sun and things like that. And, you know, having conversations with your cousins that you haven't seen in ages or family members that you haven't seen yeah. or, Maybe it's the Christmas music that you really like. Trying to hone in on those things that you actually enjoy about Christmas, not yeah. necessarily the things that give you, you know, those just uncomfortable feelings like the food, for example. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another thing that I wanted to touch on in regards to planning ahead of time is also planning ahead the things that might bring up that discomfort. Mm. So I often do this just before the summer break with my clients is we come up with a bit of a – you know, a bit of a strategy when things come up during the Christmas period that mm. might come up um, that brings a sense of anxiety or overwhelm. So as an example, maybe if, you know, old mate Auntie Karen says something about their body, yeah, what we can do is we can actually come up with a strategy mm. on how we want to actually deal with that yeah. in the moment rather than go into these things blind, yeah. feel incredibly overwhelmed and then, you know, then that kind of can cascade into so many other elements yeah. um, when it comes to our mood and feelings. So, yeah, um, and we'll talk about, I guess, what happens when people do make those comments. But mm. I guess as a general sort of um, recommendation is just planning ahead yeah. the things that might happen, yeah. preempting, preempting them. Preempting them, yeah. And yeah. I guess that's kind of the opposite of, of, of what we typically tell people with, with anxiety and whatnot, you know, don't preempt, don't preempt, but – Um, I actually think that's really important. Um, you know, when you are in, in that state of, of really seeking, seeking control, um, yeah, just allowing for, you know, what, what people might say or, you know, the shitty comments that, um, I guess kind of probably typically the older generation say about, about bodies and about, you know, diets and about all that stuff. So just, 
yeah, be aware, but also, you know, tell yourself like, and anyone that feels the need to comment on someone else's body, like they probably have the insecurities within themselves, Mm. you know, they wouldn't comment if they didn't have that within them. So yeah, yeah, Yeah. I guess just, yeah, finding something that you can say to yourself that's going to help you in that. Um, And then I guess for um, uh, some tips or a tip for um, families um, Mm -hmm. would be if you know that you do have someone, um, you know, with an eating disorder in, in your family and, I would ask them if you feel comfortable and, and, you know, if if you think that they would feel comfortable you asking them this um, just ahead of time, like what is, what's something that, you know, you will, what's a couple of things that you would feel comfortable eating um, on the day? Because a lot of the time with Christmas, it's a lot of, you know, things that would maybe be classified as like fear foods for, for some people. So having some other options there for them, um, I think would be really, really helpful. Um, and it might just make them feel a little bit more comfortable. So yeah, just a few things that, that they'll feel comfortable eating and then they feel like they've, you know, that you are considering them. Um, but also Mm -hmm. that, yeah, they have some, I guess it, it could take a bit of the burden and a bit of the stress away for them too. Mm, yeah. And I guess in line with that, like don't feel like they need to challenge anything on this day. Yeah. You know, when it comes to recovery, we're often like, okay, well, why don't we challenge this food mm. or challenge this experience? Christmas is overwhelming in itself. Yeah. Like just lay low. Yeah. Don't think that this person needs to challenge, you know, Christmas ham today or pudding. Yeah. Just stick to what they know and what they feel comfortable because there's so many other mm-hmm. variables that are added to that day yeah. that aren't usually on a general day. So yeah. just try not to push them to 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 challenge things or go outside their comfort zone. Yeah. Comfort is key there. Yeah, absolutely. It's not they're not gonna recover in a day. Um, and no. they're particularly not going to recover on this day. Um, so yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you there and yeah, just being, being mindful, you know, from experience, um, the mental toll that, that these kinds of days can, can have, um, you know, that person is, has got a million things in their mind and it's incredibly consuming. So yeah, just making things as easy as possible for them um, I think is, yeah, is, is super, super important. And I think they would really appreciate it. Um, and then I guess, you know, just, just no comments about, I guess, what they're eating. Um, and, and no comments about, um, you know, oh, like, do you want a bit of this or do you want a bit of this? And, and, you know, making them, them feel like they have to, or things like that. Just, just let them eat whatever it is that they want to eat for that day and let them not eat whatever they don't want to eat for that day too. I think just entirely change the focus, um, because they already feel like all eyes are on them, even when, you know, they might not be. So just as little attention in that way as possible, um, is awesome and, and ask them, you know, about other stuff that's going on in their life and, you know, just. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Just change the focus entirely so that, you know, maybe next year it's not as stressful for them, you know, if if they haven't recovered by them. It's it's not going to be a time that's that's yeah, really stressful. So just treat them like anyone else. Um and yeah, I guess just let them be is what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I definitely agree because, you know, they, they know that people might know yeah. um, and commenting on that day about anything to do with food and, and body and weight and mm. exercise, it's just it's not it's not required. No. It's not required. <laughs> um, just save it for, for Boxing Day or yeah. save it for never, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess like – yeah, I think um, overall, just remembering for everybody, it's just one day. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it's okay. This too shall pass. It will be fine. Yeah. Um, try not to have huge expectations. Try not to put Christmas on a pedestal. Mm. It's like this be all and end all day because it's it's not. Yep. Like, and I know that, like, from my personal um, sort of experience, Christmas for me is not, it like, outside of the eating disorders, yep. it's not for me, a, a, an amazing, enjoyable yeah. day for me yeah. just because I've had a broken family my whole life yeah. and I used to put this Christmas day on a pedestal, like, oh, I have to have the best time, yeah. the best food, the best this. Having taken it off, just another day, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And when it comes to eating sort of recovery, it can be very similar in that, like, you know, it, it's just a day yeah. and you can eat the food that you feel comfortable doing and yeah. tomorrow it will pass and there's Boxing Day yeah. and, and – you know, let's just take it off its pedestal and just pretend it's like another day, just a little bit more different foods yeah. and people and absolutely whatever. And I think like right now, as as we're talking about this, I'm thinking of my mum and my mum listening to this, and what I think she would mm. be thinking, reflecting on that time. I think she would be thinking, yeah, but you don't understand the pain that it causes us um mm. and you know i know the pain that you know my eating disorder put my family through was immense and so i guess yeah we've got to um give some compassion to them as well i suppose mm-hmm. um because i'm sure you know seeing your daughter or your sibling or your you know whatever um you know, struggling so hard and, and, and maybe not enjoying that period and, and, you know, being, you know, um, so unhealthy, uh, would be incredibly difficult. So I definitely see that, that, that too. And that's incredibly valid and so 
beyond understanding understandable because if I can think now if one of you know if my sister or my you know um daughter was was going through that it would be incredibly hard on on me too so I guess Mm -hmm. just for that you know for that day just let them you know be um but yeah your concern is incredibly valid and yeah take care of yourself in that day too and and make sure that you're doing the things you know that that you know allow you to to I guess have a good day as well. Um, mm, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted I just wanted to highlight that because yeah, I know from from my mum's perspective, she's she, yeah. I think she felt you know my eating disorder and my pain just as much as I did because it was, yeah. it was such a struggle. So yeah, it's it's a hard time for everyone, I think. But maybe mm. just letting letting go a little bit just for that day will will be good. Mm. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Should we go to the list of questions? Yes, let's do the list of the questions. Yeah. Okay. Let's get them up. Um, all right. Oh, hmm. so is it better to confront diet talk or just ignore it? Oh, <sighs> so diet talk for anyone, like, I guess it's just sort of conversations with family or friends at Christmas who maybe bring up things like <laughs> what diets they're on, <laughs> what exercise regimes they have, or how much weight they've lost. And uh, honestly, I feel like there's always one. There's always yeah. one. <laughs> and it's just like, I mean, I think it's getting better, but I think from a generational point, it's generally the elder generation yeah. who may not be understanding of how un- inappropriate it is yeah. nowadays to talk about that. Yeah. Um, cause it was so normal guess, like, for a long time, you know, it was it's so, normal. so normal. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was sick. <laughs> yeah. Like, but now not cool. Not, not cool. cool. So I mean, firstly for anyone listening, if you're going to talk about that, please just save it for another yeah. day slash just never internalize it. Don't need, yeah, don't talk about it. Um, yeah. there's no point. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of whether to bring, whether to confront that person yeah. and let them know how it makes them feel, like, or whether to ignore it, I honestly don't think there's a right or wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, because I work in this space and because I'm so aware of how confronting and, and, and overwhelming mm-hmm. it can be, I would definitely be like, hey, like, Karen, yeah. don't talk about that here. Like, we don't need to know about that. Yeah. It's not appropriate yeah. or, you know, maybe save that for another occasion or, yeah. you know, or I'd question them, you know, and mm. whatever. But for other people, it might be really confronting to yeah. say that. So otherwise, just leave the situation, yep. just move just away, away, maybe go and pat the dog or whatever, and just don't listen to it because it's not necessary. Yep. And it's really it, there's nothing that good that you know, there's nothing good that comes out of those sort of conversations. I don't. Think. No, exactly, exactly, and yeah, I think it completely depends on on where you are in you know the the stage of of your recovery and and you know of an eating disorder you know you don't need conflict on top of whatever's whatever else is going on in your mind like walk away and and just um yeah just know that like I said before anyone that feels the need to comment on that stuff has internalized um insecurities about food and about their own bodies and yeah. I think just know that and and I guess hold space for that because that mm. really that is what's going on, you know. No one that's mm. fully comf- comfortable within themselves, comfortable in their body or whatever feels the need to talk about mm. that in that way. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and also I guess uh, the way that we speak about food 
um, is a really big one too. So the the words that we use to describe yeah. certain foods, like good foods, bad foods, um, it's like naughty. naughty. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad for having this. <laughs> Like, bad. Don't tell anyone. Oh, oh my god! I remember. Oh, I'm so naughty. I'm having a third chocolate. Yeah. Like, oh, just like, have a chocolate shot. Yeah. Seriously, it's so. It's just so uncool to talk mm. about food in that way. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's just so unnecessary, and that no food is yeah. good or bad. Like, it's just not a thing. Like, it's just not. Um, so I guess, yeah, if you are someone that talks about food in that way don't but if you hear people talk about food in that way just know that yeah it's just it's completely ridiculous um Mm. and yeah not at all anything you need to even spend your time thinking about really yeah so like I guess you know to summarize that question or that answer to the question it's like you comment if you if you want to comment if you want to sort of like you know uh, bring curiosity to the table, but if you don't feel comfortable, that's mm. okay as well. Just leave if you can. Yeah. Um, but also remember that majority of the time it's a projection of their own insecurities yeah. or a, a sort of like a, a diet culture talk yeah. happening. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, they're not professionals. Mm. They might not understand. You can't be angry at them necessarily, mm. but you can just articulate how it makes you feel yeah. or other people feel. Yeah. And hopefully they can kind of, you know, take that on for next time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What's another question that we've got? Uh, how not to feel guilt around eating more at Christmas. I think that's a good one. Mm. Um, yeah. I think just know like every, like basically every single person in the whole world on that day is doing the same thing. And <laughs> like, I just don't think that you can feel guilty about that. What yeah, do you think? I would, I mean, Firstly, what does what's this guilt saying? Yeah. Like, why do you feel guilty? Yeah. Um, and that's stuff that you can focus, like you can work on with a dietitian or a psychologist. Like, yeah. it's not something that you need to solve overnight or anything. Yeah. But like, where is this guilt stemming from? Mm. And also, like, let's just let's just be a bit like logical here. One day of eating, yeah. is not going to do anything yeah. in terms of whether it's going to result in weight gain or whether it's going to result in you know mm. conditions or disease or yeah. anything like that like it's literally one day and I tell you right now if you gain weight in one day we'll be doing like weird experiments on you because that's pretty <laughs> unreal like not many people can gain weight in a day no yeah. one can yeah and just remembering that like really just getting logical that it's just a day yeah of course you're gonna eat more yeah how good is Christmas food yeah yum. yum if you didn't eat more that'd be weird yeah yeah. Um, so just reminding yourself, like, you're going to eat different food. Mm. And it might be a little bit more rich than usual. Yeah. But that's kind of normal. That's a whole kind of essence of Christmas food. It's different yeah. than what you usually have. So, yeah, yeah, I would I would say that. Um, and then yeah. reminding yourself, everyone's doing the same. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's celebration season. You know, there's probably yeah. going to be a little bit more alcohol, probably a little bit more food. Yeah. That's just the way it is. You can enjoy it. And reminding yeah. yourself that, you know, it's not going to do anything in terms of whether you're worried about weights or whether you're worried about your health. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, a couple of questions really were around binging and mm. uh, spiraling into a binge and urging uh, an urge to restrict and compensate and things like mm. that. And one of the things that I would suggest highly during mm-hmm. this time is don't restrict just in case, you know, don't mm. restrict 
because you're having more at Christmas. Because what happens is essentially our brain goes into this kind of uh, starvation last supper mentality. And Mm. if, for example, we were to restrict for a week up to Christmas, what is going to happen is you will evidently overeat on Christmas Day because you have essentially made space, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. for that day. And so what I would always suggest is just eat what you usually eat, yep. you know, all the way up to Christmas, yep. enjoy the Christmas food. If you eat a little bit more than usual, so what? Moving mm-hmm. on. It's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And then continually eat what you usually eat because yeah. if you're restricting up until that point and then you then you come to Christmas and you're like, well, I, I need to make sure I overeat because I haven't eaten for a week properly, yeah. you will 100%. It is guaranteed that you will overeat. Yeah. Um, so that would be my biggest tip to, to I guess, stop that sort of binge restrict cycle mm. in terms of coming up to Christmas. Um, and post-Christmas? And, I guess, and post-Christmas, you know, I guess after Christmas Day and things, mm. just go by your usual day. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think that you have to compensate again yeah. because that's just going to feed into that cycle. Yeah. Um, and that's really not good for your mental health or your yeah. relationship with food. Yeah. And like we said, it's just one day. It's okay. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Just eat what you usually eat. You know, listen yep. to your hunger, listen to your food, all that sort of stuff, mm. um, and then work through it when those sort of thoughts come up to restrict and go, no, I know what happens when I restrict or I know yeah. that restricting right now is not going to support my recovery yeah. and, you know, whether you need to share that with your friend or family member, like whatever, um, yeah. at the end of the day, it's just one day. Yeah, it's just one day. It's just one day. And, yeah, just sticking to, to your normal routine. And I guess there are, you know, other um, other, you know, events and, and things that happen around Christmas as well. So I guess we are probably mm. being a bit naive in saying that it is just one day. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's all, it's all the same, you know, stick to your yeah. usual routine, you know, in, in the days where it is, it is a usual routine. And then when, mm. you know, things come up, allow for that to happen and then just get back to your mm. usual routine. You know, yeah. it's, mm. it's, if you think about it, you know, you've got, I always think about it in terms of like my life span and like my whole life, like, you know, you go through stages where it's just like so mundane and so normal and, and you're totally in routine. And then other times it's, it's going to be not, but you always get back to that routine. So Mm. just, just allow, allow for that. And I guess just let go of the reins a little bit, you know, it's, it's, you know, as much as, you know, we're not, you're not going to, you know, recover within this time. I think, allow it to to test yourself a little bit and show mm. you what you can do um mm. yeah so i think that's mm-hmm. that's important um and then another question is it normal to eat a lot of sweets while recovering from an eating disorder like i think i think um you know what's normal for one person is is not normal for the other mm. i think just go with what you know um with what feels right. I know when I recovered from my eating disorder, like I restricted so many things for so long that like, yeah, I probably did like, you know, let myself have things that I never let myself have before. Um, Mm. and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think, you know, um, do, do whatever feels, feels right for you. If you're craving some sweets and you've restricted them for so long, like, treat yourself like allow allow yourself to have that experience because everyone else does you know it's allow yourself that um and then you know yeah get back to your usual routine but I think you know 
there's no, you know, we got a lot of questions that says that, that say, you know, is it normal? Is it normal for this? Is it normal for this? And I think everyone's different and you've just got to go with, with what feels right for you. Um, and always just check in with your intentions, check in with, you know, what's behind, um, you know, whatever it is that that's going on and, and be honest with yourself and yeah, just allow, allow for whatever, you know, is, is going on for you to, to be okay because it's, it's every, everyone's different and no recovery process looks the same. Um, and only, you know, yeah, how you feel in your intentions behind things. And it is kind of a situation where you do almost have to be your own cheerleader, your own support person. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a tricky time, but just check in with, you know, does this feel right for me? And if it does, great, great. And Mm. I think just laying off the everything's got to be perfect and I've got to be perfect in, in this recovery period and I've got to be perfect in this, you know, whatever. It's just do what feels right for you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. especially in this time, just let yourself, like give yourself a break, you know, yeah. and, and just imagine, you know, like what would you be thinking or what would you say to someone that was going going through that, you know? Sometimes you've got to look from an outside perspective in your own situation to know actually what to do. And yeah. So just, yeah, get, get some perspective in that way, I guess as well. Mm, love it. Mm. Well, those are pretty much all the questions. Yeah. Do we have any, any more, I don't know, advice? I th- um, yeah. I don't know. It's a hard time and there's no, you know, skirting around that. It's a hard time for a lot of people. Um, that's completely valid the way you feel is completely valid. Um, but there are things, yeah, there are things that you can do to make this time actually mm. enjoyable because that's what it's meant mm. to be, you know, mm. and you deserve mm. to have a period in the year. Like we've had, you know, such a, a long year and, and everyone's exhausted and everything. Like allow yourself to just have a bit of enjoyment because yeah. it is really meant to be enjoyed. But if you don't enjoy it, it's okay too. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, guys, if you enjoyed listening, please rate us and subscribe yeah. and review. Um, mm. We are so excited because next year we've got some epic guests lined up. Yes. Um, it's amazing. Absolutely, absolutely vibe. So we've yep. got, yep. yeah, we'll, we'll have a little bit of a, a, a week or two off um, over summer, but yeah, then we'll, yeah, be back. Keep- kick things into gear and yeah it's mm-hmm. it's very exciting so thank you all for listening and and yeah writing in and everything yeah. we just really appreciate it so thank you well, thank you so much okay bye okay bye, bye. ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.